This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. Stuff happens, but we're not giving up. Go to bed, get up. If it's not better the next day, go to bed again, get up. Keep going to bed, get up. Go to bed, get up. But I'm telling you, weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. We are not giving up. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't quit. Trinidad and Tobago. Get ready for Change Experience 2020 for one day only. Join Pastors Creflo and Taffy Dollar January 31st at the Hilton Conference Center. There's a mighty wind getting ready to blow through your household, getting ready to blow through this church, getting ready to blow through your life. You better get ready, honey. Put your seatbelt on. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory be to God. Register today for free while there's still time. For more details, visit CreflodollarMinistries.org. people are sick today is not because they eat a hamburger, it's because they're stressed out. That yes, yes. you don't know how to let stuff go. Y'all just don't understand. No, you don't understand that you have access to a God who wants to remove your burdens and destroy your yokes. But he can't do it if you keep that opportunity away from him by holding on to it. He is saying, give me an opportunity. Lean on me. Rely on me. Cast this over on me. I see where you're weak, but that's when I'm strong. I see what you're going through, but that's where my grace can be sufficient. Try me, the Lord says, and you will love it once you see what I can do. Because God's already, God's already got provisions for the stuff you holding on to. Let that stuff go, praise God. Go get you a blow pop or make a freezy cup and say, God, I, I got to trust you. I mean, listen, some, some of us don't have no choice but to trust God. I think the biggest enemy that we have in life are options. All right. You think you have all these options, and you think, well, I'm going to choose option A, it don't work. Option B, it don't work. Option C, it don't work. Well, then, at least there's still God. Now, he should have been first. Amen. And I'm trying to get you to put him in first place. I'm trying to get you to, you don't know it until you know it. So, so, ooh, this is weird phrase. Uh, it might not be all the way true, but I think I need to say it. And hopefully you'll understand what I'm saying. Do it afraid. Let, let, let me explain myself. Okay, so you're not this giant, confident person. And you know, you, you know God's going to handle it a lot better than you can. But you still got a little, a little fear about doing it. Do it even in the presence of fear. 
Do it anyhow. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Do it anyhow. Don't let fear stop your action. Don't let fear stop, stop your belief. Yeah, the fear might still be there, but I just believe if you'll just rely on him, now you've got the grace of God to help you even where the fear is concerned. Oh, y'all don't, don't understand what I'm saying. I can't tell you the many things that I've done afraid. And that, that sounds weird. It sounds like it totally contradicts our doctrine. But, I, you know, I, 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 I've, 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 I've stepped out on... I, I remember when I was in Uganda years ago and, what, about 100,000 people were there? I ain't never preached in front of no 100,000 people before. So when I came to, to the stadium, it looked like a Falcons game. And I, 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 I had a little window, and I looked out there, and I'm like, ooh, there's a lot of people. I said, was there like, is there a concert or something going to be going on before I go out? And then they said, oh, the president's family just came in. And I'm like, what, what's going on? And they looked at me, and they said, well, uh, everybody's here to see you. And I'm like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what was I supposed to do? Because I was a little afraid, was I supposed to just not do it? Just not do it? And I was the first or second black to address, I think it was the first. first. The first black to address parliament. Afraid? Are you kidding me? I am a preacher. You understand? But you have to do it afraid. Mm -hmm. Cancer strikes my body, and I'm making decisions as the Holy Spirit is helping me. I'm making decisions. I am healed. And when he just told me what was going on, I'm healed. I had to do it afraid. But I noticed each time I stepped out, when fear was present, I stepped out of fear. And I stepped into faith. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I think it'll be all right if we said this, but turn to your neighbor and say, do it afraid. But do it. Make your mind, I, I am not going to hold on to this care. He told me to cast this care. I'm losing sleep because I'm holding on to it. I'm in a bad mood because I'm holding on to it. I'm not like I normally am because I'm holding on to it. I'm tired of holding on to this. Here, God, you got it. It's yours. I'm going to have a blow pop. I'm getting ready to go see a movie. I'm going to see the end game or whatever. I'm tired of this. You know how to do this. I'm not leaning on you. If you drop me, it's your fault I fall. But God said, if you'll come to me in faith, I'll never drop you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm ready to show you how big I am and how big I can be in your life. <sighs> so, let's, let's dig a little deeper with this. Uh, under the old covenant, it was always work, then rest. Under the new covenant of grace, it starts with God's rest, then your work will be empowered out of your rest. It starts with God's rest, and then what you do will be empowered out of rest. Do you know there's an empowerment, an anointing, uh, an equipping that comes from a Christian being in the most powerful position you can be in. Do you know the most powerful position you can be in is the place of rest? 
and then then your whatever you begin to do out of rest is empowered praise god are y'all saying it's empowered because you're at rest while everybody else is stressing out and worried your stuff seems to uh, accomplish uh, greatness because you're not doing it out of worry you're doing it out of rest and then people notice folks who are at rest they notice there's something about you. Why is it that you're not worried about this? And why is it that you're confident? Why, why is it that everybody else is bothered, but you, you don't seem to be that way? Because you're, you're empowered out of rest. Go to Bosha. You're empowered. Hear what I'm saying. See what I'm saying. You're empowered out of rest. That's a place of empowerment when you're resting. Stress is not a place where you can be empowered to be successful. But rest is a place where you can be empowered to be successful. When you look at successful people, praise God, those who are in Christ Jesus, you will notice that they are empowered to do what they do. Jesus never got in a hurry about nothing. But out of his rest, a man who was dead for a few days was raised from the dead because out of his rest came an empowerment. And I believe today that God wants to, to, to bring empowerment in your life. He wants you to be empowered to have success. But it's not, listen, th there's something about seeing empowerment come out of rest. Now, my motivation now, hopefully I'm giving you something, that you're motivated to enter into that rest because out of rest, empowerment comes. Out of rest, wisdom comes. Out of rest, you, you begin to see grace and favor operate in your life out of rest. Turn your neighbor and say, no more worry. No more worry. Turn the other side and say, I do what I do out of rest. And now I'm empowered to prosper. I'm empowered to have success. I'm empowered to do all these things, but it's born out of rest. Ooh. Yeah. It's born out of rest. Lift your hands, I'm going to declare something over you. I declare a spirit of ease over you right now. I declare an anointing of ease over you right now, that you enter into the rest and empowerment be upon you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, all right, let's, let's get to move here. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7 in the New Living Translation. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7 in the New Living Translation. And then I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 16 and 18 in the, mass, in the Message Translation. Now watch this, these two scriptures real quick. Now let the Word of God speak to you. <clears throat> he says, don't worry about anything. There it is again. I mean, why do we keep saying this? Don't worry about, obviously worrying can stop a lot of stuff, man, or hinders a lot of stuff, or or stops us from being at our best. Don't worry about anything. Instead of worrying, pray about everything. I like that. Don't worry about anything, pray about everything. Oh, I like that. Don't worry, turn your neighbor and say, don't worry about anything, pray about everything. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's almost like, it's almost like replacement theory. Instead of worrying, I'm gonna be praying. So every time you're tempted to worry, pray. All right. He says, tell God what you need and then thank him for all he has done. All right, all right, look at the answer. This is the answer. He says, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. 
Number two, tell him what you need and thank him. You, to me, it's like, it makes no sense to worry if you can do this. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. And if you need something, tell him and then thank him. Lord, have mercy. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. And if you need something, tell him and then thank him. And what happens? Now you can ride that wave of peace and rest all the way into the manifestation of it. But sometimes we worry about stuff and we don't even take the time to do what he said to do. Don't worry about nothing. Pray about everything. Tell him what you need. Then thank him. What well, that's a t-shirt. All right, now look at this. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 16 through 18 in the message translation. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18 in the message translation. Now, uh, as you begin to walk this walk, I, I am not trying to preach fantasy to you. I, I, I'm not really here this morning. Yes, I want to encourage you, but I don't want to preach fantasy to you. I want, I want you to see the reality of those things that will confront your life and then what do I practically do to handle it? How do I practically deal with it? Okay. I'm not here to say, well, when, when, when potential for worry to come, just shout it out. Uh, I done did that. That don't work. I just shout and get tired. And it just waits until I, you know. But look at this. Put the scripture on the screen. The message translation says this. So we're not giving up. <laughs> say out loud, I'm not giving up. You know, there's some people that worry so much, they, they, it, it moves them to just give up. And, and here's, what, here's the thing about fear. You panic. Panic is defined as groundless fear. It ain't even real. You're worrying about something that has no manifestation in it. Think about that. When you are afraid that something might happen that hadn't happened, you're worrying about something that's not even real instead of believing something that's finished. Fear is not, please understand me, fear is not real in that there is no manifestation of the thing that exists. By pure fact you're fearing it means you're fearing something that hadn't happened yet. That's, that's just, think about how crazy that is. You're afraid of something that has not even manifested when you could be believing the finished works of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm afraid they might do this. I'm afraid I might go through this. I'm afraid of might. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, life is full of like risk and you can't be walking in fear. I mean, you know, well, I, I, you know, I could go out and die in a car wreck. Yeah, you could, but you have the assurance of Jesus's protection. That's why it's so awesome to be born again, that when you examine all the risks of life and then you examine who you are in Christ, then all of a sudden you, you really don't have anything to be worried about because he got you. Yeah. There's a risk. If you, if you, if you get, well, I'm not going to go on a roller coaster because it could get stuck. It could. But for you who are Christians, he got you. So you can step away from the fear of that. He's just not going to let certain things happen to you because you've got a covenant with him. Stuff that would normally happen to somebody else won't happen to you. People ought to be glad when you get on an airplane. In fact, folks ought to refuse to get on an airplane where there are no Christians.
You get on the plane, you need to say, I need to know if there are Christians on this airplane. And they say, we ain't none of us Christians. We don't believe in nothing about God. You need to get off that airplane. <laughs> well, now, let me change that around, because now that you on there, they need to pass the bucket on the plane and take you up an offering, because you on that airplane. So we're not giving up. You hear me? We're not giving up. I know stuff happens in your life. I know things are going on right now. I know you've been hurt. You've been abused. You've been disappointed. You didn't get what you wanted to get. It didn't happen like you thought it was going to happen. You were deceived. You were lied to. You, you're, you're afraid you're not going to be loved. You're afraid you're not going to be accepted. You, you, you don't know. It's just, it's just like, it's just not, it's just not, I'm never feel like I'm enough. The stuff happens, but we're not giving up. Go to bed. Get up. If they're not better the next day, go to bed again. Get up. Keep going to bed. Get up. Go to bed. And get up. But I'm telling you, weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. We are not giving up. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't quit. Yeah, but you don't understand, Pastor. I just got divorced. And... No, but I lost my job, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they don't like me. Uh-huh. And nobody likes me. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody, no, nobody. I got one friend on Facebook. Here's my mama, and she don't like me that much. <laughs> and we're not giving up. Because you serve a God who's got a plan for your life. And hallelujah. And you're walking down that path, and things are not going to be the same, praise God. But if you give up, if you do something stupid like kill yourself or jump off a building, he didn't make no building for you to be jumping off of. If you, you don't do nothing stupid, don't do nothing stupid. Don't do nothing. Tomorrow is coming. It's going to be better than today. Don't do nothing dumb. Don't do nothing stupid. Don't give up. You're going to be all right. You got to learn how to rise above the guilt. You got to learn how to rise above the shame. You got to you got to learn how to rise above the hip, the uh, the, the 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 hurt, <laughs> the hip. <laughs> So we're not giving up. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't quit. Now, I love what he says. He says, how could we? Even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us. Can I get a witness? Amen. He says, on the inside where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Hallelujah. Not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. <laughs> not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Hallelujah. There's grace available for you every day of your life. That's why, that's why we're not giving up. That's not why we're going to quit. Listen, because there's a grace ready to, to unfold in your life for that day. Turn your neighbor and say, you're going to be all right. Yeah, turn to the other side and say, he got you. I mean, I kept hearing those words. 
When I was diagnosed with meningitis, I got you. When my engine stopped working over Pacific Ocean, I got you. And I could have did the opposite. You got meningitis, y'all got a cure? No, am I live or die? We don't know. Uh-oh. No, I say, I got you. You kidding me? You over the Pacific Ocean. Ain't no land nowhere. And aviation says you gotta, you gotta turn around if, if your departure place is closer than your destination. So to turn around in the ocean without the kind of communication you want, that was, that was crazy too. But I heard those words again. I got you. Mm. When you go get your exam and the doctor three days late in returning a phone call when it used to be overnight. And then he called and say, what's up? You forgot to call me. He says, no, nah, I need you to come in. And then you walk into the office and he says, well, we did find cancer and it's very aggressive. <sighs> and you hear these sweet words, I got you. After enough of those I gotchas, then trouble can't move me like it used to. Because I finally realized I'm in the hands of the Lord, praise God. And I finally realized that all trouble has an expiration date. And I announced your expiration date. I announce the expiration date for your trouble. Receive it right now by faith in Jesus' name. And shout, I gotcha! I gotcha! I'm not talking about what you did. I'm not talking about whose fault it was. I'm not talking about when you did it. I'm not trying to get you to live in regret. I'm not trying to get you to say whether you were right or wrong. I'm trying to get you to trust in the only one that can finish the work that he started on the inside of you. And if he started the good work on the inside of you, hallelujah, he is going to finish it. Somebody shout, I gotcha! <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. The love of your life. Yes, sir, he got you. He got you, sir. He, he got you. He got you. <laughs> he got you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, and, and even when things happen in your life where, you know, a loved one goes home or the love of your life goes home and you don't know how you're going to even make it the next day, Jimmy Lucas, you don't even know how you're going to make it. And you hear him say, Jimmy, I got you. I got you.
Hey guys, he got that gentleman right there, you understand? Come hell or high water. If he didn't get nothing today, he knows that he has been gotten and he's wrapped up in the hands of God Almighty. And all is well. It may not look like it. It may not sound like it. You don't even know how you're going to do it. But you know that you trust in the God that sits high and looks low. Hallelujah. He got you. Everything is going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible if you only believe. Amen. Did you know worry is a wrong form of meditation? We all go through things in our life that bring about uncertainty and doubt. Some of y'all get up with the same worry that you went to sleep on. And you wake up and you continue in it. And you, you gotta let it go. I often think about moments where challenges have been at the forefront. And I've been tackling these challenges and they've now become priority. But then this message somehow just brought me back into trust. Dude, why am I complaining? I am too blessed to be complaining and worried about this. It's gonna be all right. For a love gift of $30 or more, we would like to offer you The Contrast, Self-Effort versus Rest, four-message series, along with Creflo Dollar's book, Overcoming Fear. Call the number on the screen or go online to order today. all radical women it's that time again to celebrate an infinite god who declares your worth join pastor taffy dollar we're getting over into the promises of the victory in jesus there's a future that is bright there's a future that is whole there's a future that is blessed dr dd freeman he has given us everything necessary to fix what we don't like in life Laura Pickett. You've not been called to be ordinary, but extraordinary. <laughs> Sarah Jakes Roberts. I came here to unleash your glory like never before. I'm not going to let no shoes get in the way because I refuse to lose. And special musical guests, Miranda Curtis, Demita Chandler, and Todd Delaney. Register today at taffydollar.org. Cleveland, Ohio. Get ready for Change Experience 2020. For one night only, join Pastors Creflo and Taffy Dollar at the Huntington Convention Center. There's a mighty wind getting ready to blow through your household, getting ready to blow through this church, getting ready to blow through your life. You better get ready, honey. Put your seatbelt on. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory be to God. We have to be certain of God's love and God's value for us and God's plan for us. Because if we're certain of that, then we can begin to turn fear on its ugly head and not allow it to come in and rob from us another day of our lives. God has something in store for you. Don't let nothing get in the way of it. I don't care if all your friends say they don't want to go no more. Come by yourself. Matter of fact, you ain't never alone because God always with you. 
The session time is 7 p.m., so don't delay. Register today for free while there's still time. For more details, visit CreflodollarMinistries.org. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Thank you, partners and friends. Your love and financial support makes it possible to bring this message into millions of homes all across the globe. 